Welcome back to the Songus Center. Lowell, Massachusetts, the score at the end of one. UMass Lowell ranked 14th in the National Polls, leads Merrimack by a score of three to nothing. Mike Macknick alongside John Leahy. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you, as it always is, by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you're stopping at Fuddruckers for a burger or delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Joining us here in first intermission, Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports. Uh, also called Hockey News and the Puck Soup Podcast. And Ryan, uh, first period there, Merrimack, we thought, you know, came out maybe not what you would have expected from a team that's uh, eliminated from the playoffs. But, uh, uh, you know, they came out strong with the first uh, three or four shifts of the game, I would say. Weren't able to get on the board, however. And then Lowell scores a goal after that, and that uh, really turned the momentum Lowell's way. Yeah, uh, it was one of those things where, you know, the, the, the penalty that led to the power play goal, that was one of those what can you do like I guess it's kind of a penalty, but uh, but like what was the guy supposed to do? Just like not cover the guy who's covering that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, Lowell, the first two Lowell goals, like what are you going to do uh, if you're the goalie? Where it gets deflected out front, and then the second one, a shot he saves, bounces off the glass and drops right in front of a Lowell player at the top of the crease. Like that's life. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe you say that's what kind of happens this late in the season when, like you said, you're eliminated from the playoffs. And, you know, Lowell is a team that they're looking to bounce back after a weekend where they would say they were terrible. So, uh, where do you see things at this point in hockey? So it's been a very interesting season. UMass has pretty much been on top wire to wire here, but, um, you know, they're certainly vulnerable, as we've seen. Lowell's beaten them twice, held them to a single goal in those two games, which to me is the most impressive thing about the, those victories. But Lowell has come on uh, strong here in the second half. Ten-game uh, unbeaten streak at one point, yet then Providence took it to them in the first game that last weekend and ended up winning two games. Northeastern's been very good. They were excellent in the, in the first half of the season. Uh, really have pulled off in the second half here. Uh, it's almost impossible to predict what's going to happen in the postseason. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, UMass has a has a tough game uh, tomorrow night against Providence, and and I can see that one going either way. Earlier, uh, obviously, UMass uh, swept Providence in a weekend series early in the season, but it was a game where like both or a series where both nights shots were like forty to twenty for Providence, and they. Didn't win. Yeah, most people thought Providence played really well in that uh, in that weekend set, but came out of it with no points. Yeah, and and you know Lowell's a team that they always lose to Providence. They they never beat Providence, and uh, and. So is there a lot of, I really kind of don't see a lot of difference between the top three teams in the league, but UMass has, the, like Lowell's, lost some games they shouldn't have lost, and, and Providence definitely lost some games they shouldn't have lost, and that's why everybody is where they are in the standings. UMass didn't lose games they shouldn't have lost. And that's also, you know, why you look around the, the rest of college hockey, the NCHC's got more teams at the top than Hockey East does because for Hockey East it's been UMass and then the other teams, like you said, they've been hot and cold, more hot than cold certainly to be, be able to get themselves into the top 15 or so in the pairwise, but you know, not not enough to be able to really solidify a position in say the you know the top 10 or the top 5. Yeah, and, and you know, it's one of those things where there were some bad out-of-conference losses for I think just about everybody except UMass, and you know, uh, that, that always hurts because then once you get into league play, you're playing against teams that aren't going to bring up your strength of schedule as much as they maybe should. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, you know, like, 
I, I think it's fairly reflective. I, I'd say maybe UMass is, as far as their win-loss record, maybe they're not as good as that. But otherwise, Lowell, Providence are right about where I think they should be. They're in the 10 to 14 range or so uh, in the country. And, and yeah, like like I said, NCHC is always going to be up there because they, they do the smart thing, which is they schedule a bunch of uh, soft out-of-conference games on the road and get big get big bonuses for that the pairwise, and then they go play each other, and and you know it it all ends up working out for them. Talking with Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports. Uh, you cover the NHL there for Yahoo Sports, Puck Soup as well. A lot of things going on the last couple of days. Let me ask you first of all, obviously local folks here, the Bruins trade of Ryan Donato. Uh, they get Charlie Coyle uh, so trading one call guy effectively for another. But your thoughts on that deal? Um, I, I I like it for for both teams, I guess, because I think Donato's ceiling, like you know, two three years from now, is roughly Charlie Coyle, right? And and the Bruins don't have two, three years to wait because everybody on the team's 31, 32. Zdeno Char is, I think, 41, 42 years old. So, or I shouldn't say everybody on the team, obviously, like McAvoy and Pasternak are much younger than that. But, like, many of their best players are on the wrong side of the aging curve, let's say. So, I, you know, the Bruins kind of going to be in a little more of win-now mode, obviously, I think. Donato giving that interview to the Boston Globe where he said, I don't know why I'm in the AHL, I'm an NHL player. Probably helped, you know, grease the tracks to get him out of town a little bit. But, you know, I, I think that if this is the only trade the Bruins make, uh, I'm, not, I'm not excited for them just because, you know, Tampa, Toronto, those are two teams that are, I'd say, more talented than them, like, on paper and... You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can convince me that that's all you should do if you're Don Sweeney. Uh, any other trades jump out at you to this point? Well, the Matt Duchesne trade uh, that happened earlier today um, is very interesting. It seems like Columbus is kind of going for it, as as the saying goes, which is weird because they're not currently in a playoff spot, and and they're in a situation where two of their, I'd say, three best players, two of their four best players were already pending UFAs, and the conventional wisdom was that they would trade one of them to get picks and NHL players back, probably Artemi Panarin, and then kind of roll the dice in the playoffs. But now they're going for it, right? Like, And if they don't trade Panarin and they don't trade Bobrovsky and they keep Duchesne, they're potentially giving up two first-round picks and some iffy, okay prospects for what could be a first-round exit. You know, like, they, they might end up playing Tampa in the first round, and I don't care how many Matt Duchesne's you go out and get. You're not gonna, you're not beating Tampa in the first round, so. All right, uh, Ryan, thanks for joining us. Uh, before we let you go, tell the folks uh, what you've got coming up, uh, upcoming columns or podcasts, et cetera, and the best way that folks can find that information. So I'm on Yahoo Sports. Uh, doing NHL coverage five days a week. Um, just check out their NHL page and you'll see my stuff on there somewhere. Um, you can check out the Puck Soup podcast on all your favorite podcast apps. Just uh, Google or look for Puck Soup, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, you know what? Search Yahoo for it. How about that? Um, 
And uh, I, I, I have I have something brewing this week for college hockey news, but I haven't really landed on what that is yet. So it, that'll be this week, though. All right, very prolific. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan. We appreciate your time, your insights as well. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. All right, Ryan Lambert, our guest here in the first intermission with Lowell leading Merrimack 3-0. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey. 